Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And we are back with another Guys of a Certain Age with Mr. J. Reed. And Art Shirley. Wow. I thought you were just going to take it from I there. was. I started doing it. I did not. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well. Take it. No. 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 He doesn't want it. So, And of course, I, 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 I cued Mr. Uh, Reed as he's taking a drink. <laughs> wow. Of water. Of water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well. It's Monday. It is a Monday. In every sense of the word. Yeah. <laughs> every sense of the word. So, yeah. yeah doing fine. Yeah. First, first time we've been in studio, all three of us together, about a week and a half. So this is, what we decide, episode 12? Episode 12. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, these go to 12. Dirty dozen. The last uh, one went to 11. This one. The dirty dozen. I took a shower. Um, no, I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, we've actually put Jay in a corner That's away right. from the rest That's of right. us. I'm going to the gym after this. I felt like it was uh, okay. Oh, you didn't redundant. Go, you didn't go already? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Not for weeks, but yeah, you know, that's so another he, confession. He's justifying how he looks and smells. So anyway, well, you guys, uh, you know, just a little, a little bit of uh, background. The three of us went to go see Captain Marvel. We're going to jump Captain into Marvel. that a little, right. little bit later. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and to avoid, uh, you know, podcast fan, you know, issues, we dressed like uh, Siskel Ebert and Curly, so nobody would recognize us. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, so we weren't swamped. As and, we were and boy, popcorn. did that work. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we had family members who at least act like they didn't recognize us. Yeah, or they didn't want That's to be right. seen. They with didn't us. want to be seen with us. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna jump in and uh, all right, man. Let's let's do our our geek of the week. So right, you need to go last. I'm gonna go last because you have got mine the, is awesome. The geek of the year, probably. Yeah, very well could be the geek of the year. Yeah, yeah. You want me to go first? You, you go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, mine is uh, we and we've all talked about this. Uh, but uh, James Gunn has been hired back as a director of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, after he was fired, uh, I think it was in the fall, uh, maybe late summer, uh, late because summer. of some offensive tweets that were, um, some say, as old as 10 years, some say they were more recent than that. And they were, what I saw, and they were they were very offensive, very vile, vile tweets, but uh, they were still going to use his script. Um, he had recently been hired to do a complete reboot of Suicide Squad for uh, DC and Warner Brothers. And uh, from what I understand, uh, they said Margot Robbie might still be a part of that, but everybody else, the whole story was gone. Idris Elba has replaced Will Smith as uh, I saw that. Yeah, as yeah. Deadshot. Will's busy making wishes or granting wishes right now. He's granting oh, wishes. Blue right. genie That's alert. Right. Blue genie right. alert. But oh. James Gunn has been hired back. And uh, the thing, I read something just this morning that said Disney and Marvel never really fired him, never really planned on replacing him. It was all kind of a, a thing that they said they kind of wanted to, this is, you know, speculation, I guess. But uh, they wanted to see how his reception to doing Suicide Squad went was one possible theory. And, you know, since people didn't weren't outraged that he was taking over that movie, they felt it was safe to bring him back on board. But uh, what I read was that he was just he was he was always going to be the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. So they, so they hasn't hadn't really looked for a new director yet. Huh. But interesting. I'm excited. I like what he's done with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, you know, moral dilemma aside, I do like the idea that maybe somebody can have redemption and kind of move on from their past. I would hope that's the case. I think he has been uh, very apologetic about what he said, and I feel like he's sincere about that. I know the cast, especially uh, David Bautista, who, who's joyous that he's got a job now. 
continued. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was going to be in Suicide Squad, and still may be. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was very supportive of James Gunn and uh, is elated that he's back. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's job security for That's job security for, Dave. for David. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Batista. And uh, so, uh, anyway, excited to see what happens with that. Uh, but James Gunn has said he is not going to rush through Suicide Squad and uh, plans on giving it all the dedication and uh, – you know, effort that it requires. So I figure that's what, two, three weeks. And then uh, <laughs> he'll be back on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. It may yeah. be over with yeah. already. It's so. going to be a sock puppet movie now. And, uh, you know, now, did you cast- see, did you see Suicide Squad? I did B1? see Suicide Squad. Yeah. Jay? Thought, yeah. Yeah. I did not. What'd you guys think? You know, I have no, I mean, I know those characters, but I have no real uh, connection to Suicide Squad. So I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, it was, it was not anything that, you know, uh, stayed in my memory i can't even remember what the plot was very much but just an action movie with uh, comic book heroes it was fun and i enjoyed the appearances by um uh superman batman and uh, the flash all making appearance i think in right, it. right. It's been a while since I've yeah. seen it. really i i, I knew i knew batman cameo. did yeah but yeah. i didn't know that superman well did. maybe it's just batman and flash i can't remember i don't, I don't remember yeah I'd... superman had the mustache so it's kind of hard for me to put that together <laughs> i thought that was alfred yeah oh yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why i didn't recognize yeah him. so are you saying that this guy, you're talking about the director that's coming back, he's doing Marvel and DC movies? Yeah. 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 Marvel had cut him loose, apparently. And um, I think, you know, uh, Warner Brothers scooped him up pretty quickly after after the fact and okay. uh, and got him in there to do uh, Suicide Squad, which I'm I'm curious and excited to see what, uh, what he does with that. Uh, but um, I don't know. It's just... Uh, uh, going to be interesting to see what happens with Guardians, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy and how long it takes to actually get that movie in the theaters. So he's kind of the Ryan Reynolds of the directors. He, uh, yeah. he bounces back and forth. That's right. Yeah. 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 Actually, there's there's several. I, I saw an article um, uh, last week or this week about char- a guy that has played you know, six characters in both DC and, and Marvel Unit. Obviously, it's a, a supporting role, a very small role. But uh, yeah, people will cross over and, and do whatever they have to do. I, I would. These, you, you're going to be loyal. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, you no, would. I would. Oh yeah. Okay. I, would, I thought you were like, wow. That's a, if you want to pay me to be in DC or Marvel, yeah, I will uh, right. take your money. Yeah. Jay's already crossed over into like 18 different podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, he has no loyalty. Yeah, I'm with. strictly Gold Key Comics. That's the only movies I'm going to make. Gold. You know, gold I key. have quite a few of those yeah. actually. Yeah. Wow. Jay, what what you got cooking? Well, that is a very good segue there, Mr. Uh, Mr. Koblenz. Yeah. Um, I was looking at – my brother is a Disney fanatic. I mean, he's the expert. He knows right where to go. So I came across this. I contacted him. But um, I will pass on if anybody needs to contact me to get to him to find out all things Disney. I'll do that. But he um, he always knows you know what's coming. And we have been to Disney with him I, by chance on a Star Wars weekend. And that's pretty cool. You can get your picture maybe the Stormtrooper. Your kids can – can learn how to fight lightsabers and that sort of thing. But what's coming now at Disneyland and at uh, Hollywood Studios at Disney World is a Star Wars land, uh, yes. for lack of a better word, called Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. That sounds cool. I've so, been all over that. Yeah, so Disney uh, Land, I think it's supposed to open in May, and then Disney World sometime in late fall. I'm sure it will, will be uh, some mixed advertising with the new movie coming out in December, I believe. They have a full Millennium Falcon. Really? Yes. Oh, I wow. haven't seen that. Yeah, they have a full Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun and yeah. huge. Uh, <laughs> is it made of Legos? Never, never mind. Um, so anyway, I came across the menu. There's going to be some restaurants, of course, in the um, 
in the new park, and the menu is very Star Wars focused. I guess they call it in universe. So everything that they're having to eat and drink in the uh, in the place are going to be in universe foods. So, for example, you guys would know more about. Y'all probably know all the details and know who I'm talking about. But there's going to be an Oga's Cantina. Does Oga ring any bells? Oga Gara, Black Spire's crime boss. This yeah, made- she's the one that's in uh, Solo. No, is that Solo? She's uh, she was played by oh gosh, uh, the woman from Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, she's uh, maybe I've got this completely wrong. I'll stop. <laughs> well, anyway, I just Star stop Wars character. Anyway. She's in the Force Awakens, I believe. Okay, yeah. All right, so they're gonna have her cantina. Says so it's gonna look a little bit like Moss Eisley Cantina. Um, uh, there will uh, be some alcohol. A wretched home of, of vile of villainy and was it a wretched scum and villainy? Scum and villainy. Sorry. So, like for light snacks, uh, one of them is Oga's obsession. It says it's a gelatin-based dish served in a petri dish. <laughs> With popping pearls, dried fruits, and pop rocks. Wasn't that a song by Animotion? <laughs> no, that was just Obsession. Sorry. So whoever wrote this article says it's pretty good. There'll be alcoholic drinks, non-alcoholic drinks, but the one that um, you'll most recognize is the blue milk. Yes. It's called the blue bantha. <clears throat> excuse me. A uh, glass of blue milk topped with a cookie decorated with a bantha horn. Ah. So there'll be all sorts of, there'll be, you know, everything is... Of course, like there's something called the Black Spire Brew. It's just going to be a, a cold brew type of thing. Um, there's a lot of... What about Banta chips? Will there be Banta chips? I'm sure there'll be something of the like. I, I didn't memorize the menu, but you might... This is one, uh, the Jedi Mind Trick. It's an alcoholic drink. It's supposed to... <laughs> of course it is. ...start basically with one flavor and then finish with another flavor. So uh, that sounds cool. But the, here's the foods. The foods that are... Um, they're going to have something called... Well, there's another restaurant called Ronto Roasters. You can get a Ronto wrap. Uh, I don't. Y'all know what a Ronto is? Wasn't I that on the Star Wars uh, Christmas special? Ronto's wrap. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm on fire, guys. Yes, I'm on you're fire, burning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, turkey jerky. Because there's something about a pod racing engine that's supposed to be cooking this stuff. I guess. Or oh, something. A of course engine. there is. Right. So teriyaki jerky, turkey jerky. That's supposed to, you know, the pod racing engine would dry out the meat. Um, Let's see, sour sarlace. That's a juice. Sarlac. Sarlac. Well, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. My, sarlac. Oh, my my eyes of a certain age are having trouble reading this. Sarlac. Um, but the coolest thing, of course, the blue and the green milk. There's all, there's the blue milk from from the very first movie. Yeah. There's the green milk, and I I guess I had blocked this out. Yeah. I had to go back and and read the uh, or watch the video when yeah. when Luke Skywalker is kind of milking the let's see siren thala siren milk. I went back and looked at that and thought, okay, I don't want this. Milk does a body good. (laughs) That's Jar Jar Binks. Milk does a body good. Let's see. um, This one restaurant that really does it up, there's going to be a braised shack roast, S-H-A-A-K, and then the fried (laughs) tip-yip, which is... Would you I, say tastes like chicken? Yeah, I thought <laughs> I had some of that, of that at the Asian market the other day. Something of an Endorian chicken does that ring any bells with you too? And then there's vegetarian stuff. But here's what I'm gonna bring it back around to my brother. He reminded me. He said with all these in-universe foods that are that sound so wild, especially the green milk. He wasn't sure how true Disney fans would react to that. If you if you've been down there a few years ago, one of the candy stores in Animal Kingdom, I believe, had poop. Giraffe poop, monkey poop, all kinds of chocolates shaped as animal scat. That's dangerous. And we all thought, oh, this is cool. Give me three servings of giraffe poop and all this. And Rusty said, uh, yeah, as I recall, giraffe poop was delicious. 
but it didn't last long. People, I guess, complain. I don't know what the happened. It was biodegradable. Ooh, in oh. every way. Yeah. Uh, and then he said something. I didn't know about this one, but there was something on maybe one of the um, cruise ships or Castaway K called the Yellow Snow uh, drink. That didn't last either. So he doesn't know. He's, little, his, little Frank Zappa. Yeah, his speculation is that these weird in-universe foods may not may not make it under their current name. So that'll be interesting to see. Okay. I, I mean, they, it fascinates me. I would... Yeah, spend all day there, but I don't know. I'd spend all day, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward with to a multi park pass, of course, of yeah. course. And I'm yeah. completely wrong about who Oga, Oga is. Oga. Yeah, yeah. The the character I was thinking was was uh, Maz Can- Kanata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I think she actually is involved in this too. To a Chewie's girlfriend, Chewie's girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. I love that Wookie. Yes. And just as a side note, I guess everything, which is kind of my world, is the. Everything has a food element now. So if you just go to StarWars.com, mm-hmm. there are recipes. Of course there are. There's a whole section of recipes of different cookies. And it's not like fried yip tip, but it's uh, cookies and pastries and stuff that look like ships or bones or, or whatever. Wow. Okay. And you didn't bring us any. I did not have. I, this was a late in the morning discovery. Did they have a pork <laughs> recipe? Did you mention that? A pork? A pork Pork. Pork. Yeah. No, well, there was some discussion <laughs> of how Luke may have had some uh, braised pork or something uh, like that. Ooh, that was Chewbacca, great. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Chewbacca went all porgy. That's right. Porgy one, porgy two. The oh, never mind. Porgy abyss. Yeah, no, no. So uh, fun. Before, before we digress further, what is your geek of the week? Oh Robbie? man, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cue it. I'm taking you guys back into a time, back into the early '80s when there wasn't any such thing as a laser printer it was all dot matrix rocky was all the rage yes you're hearing it guys eye of the tiger on the dot matrix printer This thing is four minutes and 21 seconds it's long. It's the entire length of the song. On yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I have no idea how they programmed this to, to do it. I mean, because dot matrix printers, for those of a certain age, we remember how irritating they were. Yeah. Back in the day. And here we go. Look. Took my time. Took my chances. That's what I can't get over. It's that the, I can understand the rhythm, but the yeah. fact that they've got notes in it as yeah. well. I mean, that it's got a you know yeah, the, the melody of the song is in there. Twenty-one notes. I think the the article said it could play at yeah. a time. What at okay. a time? So polyphonic. You, exactly. Polyphonic. Yes. Polyphonic printer. Dot that's matrix right. chords. Wow. So uh, yeah, that's from uh, MIDI Disaster D E S A S T E R on uh, on YouTube. The crime of this is this was published. February of 2014, and I'm just now finding 2014. Wow. 2014, yeah, and it's only it's got under a million views. That is incredible. Well, that'll change that now yeah, that, that we've yeah. we've put it oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A million that's right. Twenty. So uh, yeah, that that that, 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 that took me. Yeah, that's that's the winner. I'm sure, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you know, it combined my love of of dot matrix printers and Rocky and Survivor. You know, and I remember when Eye of the Tiger came out. So. 
uh, like, Very interesting things to love. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. right. When Eye of the Tiger came out, everybody used that opening riff, oh, yeah. this bumper music. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, especially if you had a tiger mascot for your, oh, yeah. for your college team. Yeah. I'm looking at you, LSU and Auburn. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's my geek of the week. So, uh, well done. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, I, you know, cause I wonder if they've got some chart that says this character is this note or this combination of characters, you know, we'll, we'll play, you know, then they could go through and maybe there's an album out somewhere. Well, there's, there's more songs for sure. Uh-huh. I didn't listen to, to many of them, but they, uh-huh. they had other things you could listen to. Wow. Let's see. What else has he got? No, I don't see anything. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we may have to cue that one up. You've given me more to do that I didn't have time to do now. Yeah, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody on a dot matrix. Let's get past the. Uh, let's get past the mandatory YouTube uh, ads. So there's two of them in a row. Wow. Now we can skip the ad. Let's listen to a little Bohemian Rhapsody. See how it sounds. Carriage to the left. So it printed out the title. Okay. okay. I was going, because this is not, <laughs> not the one I nearly know. as good as the last one it was. It's just real life. Wow. <laughs> Somebody has way too much time. That is hilarious. That is. You can't do that with an inkjet, can you? <laughs> no. Wow. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my geek of the week, guys. Uh, that's a classic. Well we need to, we need to put a little month. golf clap stand effect in there. That was yeah. Like yeah. A stadium. A little stadium clap. Yeah, stadium so. uh, ovation. Wow. So, uh, well, as we alluded to earlier in the uh, podcast, yesterday the three of us guys of a certain age went to go see Captain Marvel. Yep. And, you know, Captain Marvel has uh, rocketed to, uh, you know, millions of dollars in box office worldwide. But, uh, you know, Captain Marvel was the first female-led, female-helmed Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. And there was a little controversy with Rotten Tomatoes of uh, yes. folks spiking um, reviews. So um, let's let's skip over the spiked reviews. Jay, what did you think of Captain Marvel? I, I loved it. I'm not as we have established here, uh, you know, an expert per se on the you know the details of the characters within the universe, but I just enjoyed it. Um, when I look back at other sort of origin story movies and compare this one to it, I, I rank it pretty high. Um, I, I liked um, Brie Larson's, and I guess we should say, if it, this won't air for a few weeks probably, Spoiler. but definitely going to have some Spoiler alerts. Spoilers. 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 Spoiler. So Spoiler. be careful of that, folks. But um, yeah, the Brie Larson was just so, I don't know, just this cute little wink and, and things that, facial expressions that she made that added a lot to the character, I thought. And uh, I was reading today how, and you know when Stanley appears um, on the train, and she kind of gives him a, a knowing look that that was not necessarily scripted. Yeah, that was just kind of a nod to him and uh, that sort of thing. So I, I thought it was great because it had just enough balance of story. Let me tell you this: I I've seen it twice now. You know, once before with my family, and then with y'all yesterday. And 
towards the middle, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm not gonna say I'm an, a really emotional guy, but I got choked up a little bit a couple of times in the middle of that, when she was reuniting with her friend and, and talking about, you know, how, um, trying to recreate and remember all the stuff. But I, I was kind of, I was kind of choked up a little bit. Yeah. That didn't happen very often in a uh, superhero flick. Yeah. But overall, I thought it was great. Just enough action, just enough to, uh, you know, to not be just the origin story. What do you think, Art? I, this is my first time to see it. I've only seen it once compared to you guys both seeing it twice. And I really enjoyed it as well. I, you know, I was my, telling my son that wasn't with us yesterday uh, uh, how I liked it. And I, it felt like, and, and this has been mentioned on the internet, and I think I've said it to one or both of y'all, it felt like a phase one story, you know, kind of a traditional origin story. Um I don't think it broke a lot of new ground as far as the you know the the Marvel template or formula goes, but I really enjoyed it. I thought the action was really good in it. Um, you know, a couple of things you go, oh, that worked out pretty easily for him. <laughs> but uh, you know, after all had been said about her lack of personality, I agree with what you said, Jay. I liked her personality a lot in the show in the in the movie. And uh, you know, part of the reason that I think you see in clips that she has such a reserved look is explained. Based on on what they've what they've done to what her history is, I thought uh, she and Samuel L. Jackson were were great together on the uh-huh. screen, and apparently they seem to have a pretty good relationship off the screen because when they're doing uh, press junkets or whatever, they're they're having a lot of fun with the two characters still. So that's that's a good thing. My emotional moment came at the very beginning with the uh, yeah with the Marvel logo with all the clips right. of Stan in it, and uh, thank you Stan or whatever that first part says. That really got to me. I went, oh my gosh, it really got me, and. Um, but just a very enjoyable, you know, very enjoyable uh, a movie to go see. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I saw it twice, uh, yesterday being the second time. First time I was on cold medicine, and I really didn't like it that much, just to be honest. But I didn't like much of anything at that point uh, because of the meds I was on. So um, I thought Brie Larson was great. Now, I, I will say that I've always thought that Katie Sackhoff would be the perfect Captain Marvel. Yeah, she was one that I kind of thought in the early running. Yeah, too. Starbuck from uh, Battlestar Galactica reboot. And I always thought that she, to me, when I saw Captain Marvel, I, I saw Katie Sackhoff. Um, so it took me a little bit to get to Brie Larson, but I thought she was great. Um, I love the setup with Marvell, with Annette Benning, who you had no idea who she was. And uh, I love the twist on the origin story from the comics because, um, you know, in the comics, uh, Carol Danvers is the pretty girl who's with Marvell and the, the, the whatever explodes and she gets infused with his DNA and she becomes Miss Marvel. Is that correct? She's Miss Marvel first, right? Yeah. And so um, I loved how Marvell was a strong female lead. Um, who was integral to the story. I love how Annette Benning, Marvell's character, was introduced um, as the person that Brie Larson saw when she was with the uh, Supreme Intelligence, the person she most admired, but she had no idea who it was. And uh, so I thought those modernizations were great. Uh, my emotional moment is when is when Goose threw up the yeah, Tesseract at the end. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really, not really. Um, but I thought it was great. I thought but, it was really well done. I got a little I, Samuel got a little old after a while. This was not the Nick Fury, you know. I'm used to this is a warm, fuzzy, cuddly Nick Fury. But that was what I kind of enjoyed about it was seeing a, the pre Nick, the pre Furious Fury, I guess. But uh, uh, because you'd sit there. And something would happen, 
And you automatically put in your Nick Fury reaction or even Samuel L. Jackson reaction that probably wouldn't have made it into the cut for even the, you know, the Marvel PG-13 movies or whatever. Uh-huh. It's not going to make it in there. And he doesn't say it. And so that to me, there was something kind of fun about that. Flurking on a yeah. mother. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Ship. Yeah. Spaceship. Well, yeah. And one thing says mother flurking. Yeah. 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 That's as close as he ever got. That, <laughs> that was, was awesome. That was and, great. And uh, I'll tell you about my wife saw it and she wasn't, uh, you know, and I'm like you, Jay, I'm not familiar with that Captain Marvel at all, either either Carol Danvers or the Marvel character. I mean, I knew who they were. They'd been around. Uh, Captain Marvel in the Marvel Universe has been around a lot longer than I realized, late 60s. Yeah. And I was thinking he was a mid-70s creation. Mm-mm. But uh, No, he was created after the DC Captain Marvel copyright lapse. Yeah, right. Cause, and, and so Marvel jumped in to grab, to create their own Captain Marvel. Right. Yeah, originally a Fawcett comic book hero that was created and actually more popular than Superman. A lot of what Superman ended up becoming was because of the popularity of Captain Marvel. That's right. Really? They added some yeah. aspects to uh, to Superman because of uh, the, how popular Captain Marvel was. The the Big Red Cheese Captain Marvel. Yeah. The, the Shazam Captain okay, Marvel. Okay, so you're saying, yeah. let me catch me up here. Um, DC had it, and that's the, well, the DC Shazam bought guy? those characters from Fawcett. When Fawcett Comics went out of business, okay. they bought up their stable of comics. But they didn't do anything. They bought it up like apple does or microsoft to kind of put them on the shelf and not have them compete gotcha and what happened is they let the copyright to the name captain marvel lapse that's right, right. yeah and so and marvel, marvel which duh. makes sense to have a captain marvel said yeah. we'll oh, take that yeah if you're yeah. not going to use it i'll yeah. take it you know yeah. so. rude business folks that the marvel folks yeah. were i mean they really i mean not that the dc wasn't but you know for all their creative storytelling and all that i think marvel has certainly been um uh, very shrewd business people. Except you know. in the 90s. Except in the 90s, yeah. It really <laughs> fell apart in the 90s. But, yeah. but but to be able to take what happened in the 90s and turn that into arguably the most successful movie studio, certainly right now. Absolutely. You know, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It was $760 million is what Captain Marvel has done so far. Good grief. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's marvelous. That's marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, but but you were saying Becky was not familiar. You oh, I'm sorry. Familiar. Yeah, uh, Becky, you know, really enjoyed it much in the same way she enjoyed Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, uh, she enjoyed this movie. She liked the girl power of the whole thing, and I think they did this without being as they as to as to me they did in Wonder Woman. Uh, they did this without being pandering or without being, you know, taking a female character and basically making it a male in a in a female body. Yeah. Which they which they you know you can argue they've done in some, some other things in the past. Uh, she had a personality and uh, her responses, her reactions to some of the male characters, especially, and I guess if we're spoiling this, especially her uh, last uh, interaction with Jude Law to me was perfect. <laughs> I thought it was great. You kind of saw. You kind of saw the Indiana Jones thing uh, coming up where she she just blast him instead of fighting him. But when she said, I don't have anything to prove to you, that's, uh, you know, our wives, Bonnie, was also there. And, and she and Becky said they both went, oh, yeah, that's the yeah. way to go. So that's yeah. good. And, uh, but the thing is, you can, you can enjoy it as, you know, guys of a certain age, too, and think, you know, this is just a good character. They've done a real good job of making this uh, a good character and not going you know, overly one way or the other. I thought everything was really well done. Who was the director of this? I oh, it, it, there were two directors, and okay. I don't know how they split duties. I, 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 I have to say, I'm remiss. I didn't do my homework. I certainly don't know, but I, right. I didn't. Anna really think Bowden, about it. Anna Bowden, and Ryan Fleck. Yeah, and I don't know what the 
the division was. I know there was a female director who was asked direct by direct. Maybe it was by Marvel. Maybe I, I don't want to get Marvel in trouble. But when they asked her direct, they the studio said, "But we're going to bring a guy in to direct the action parts." Yeah, and she's like, uh, "No, I'm either going to direct the whole thing. You're hiring me because I'm a capable director." I don't need somebody to shadow me. And I'm not saying Marvel did that, but I, I'm kind of curious. You know, sometimes you'll bring in a second director in order to knock the content out quicker. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes that's a second unit director. But anyway. Well, to me, the parts of Wonder Woman that didn't work were the parts that were, and this is not a slam against Zack Snyder, but the parts that they felt like were obligatorily Zack Snyder-ish. You know, the, uh, the fight scene in the in the final third of the thing. Up until that point, you had this uh, certain feeling of the movie that Patty Jenkins brought to it. And then it was kind of like they said, okay, now we need to make the big fight scene. And so yeah. sit down, little lady. We'll show you how it's oh, done. No. Yeah. And uh, and that's where the movie kind of became, you know, just uh, much less than it had been so far. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a um, – it really is a, a – it's kind of a shame that it's taken Marvel this long to take one of their female superheroes into, uh, you know, top billing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted a Black Widow movie, yeah. you know, since Avengers 1. I mean, Scarlett Johansson has done a phenomenal job with that character. Um, so, anyway, it's... That's and coming, the char- right? the character's interesting. I mean, it's not like they've got to come up with some kind of... That's right. The character's story is great, and they've realized that now and are working that movie, but... Yeah. What was your question, Jack? I was, it didn't. I mean, we may have already talked about this, but isn't there a Black Widow movie coming? Yes. Soon? Yeah. Not soon, but in the in the pipeline. Yeah, and I believe it's targeted to be a rated R. No, they've changed that. And they said they, they never never. That was something that just fake news that went out there. They said that along never, with James Gunn getting that's fired. Right, that's yeah. right. That was never part of what they were going to do. It's always been a PG thirteen. You know, we'll have action and be, you know, probably. I would think more in line with uh, what they did with. I hope it will be what they did with Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think you know that kind of spy aspect, you know, will will be good. But um, well, I I feel like after having just watched the Americans, I've seen Black Widow's origin story yeah, already. Yeah, you know? and they tried to do that. What was the Jennifer Lawrence movie that came out? That uh, Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow seemed very very much uh, along the lines of a, a Black Widow story. Yeah, yeah, be, but. Anyway, well, that gets us to the end of uh, episode 12, man. So three geeks and a Captain Marvel, and that, uh, that takes us where we need. But as guys of a certain age, we all really enjoyed Captain Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody that my uh, 25-year-old son went, uh, you know, so a, a guy of a, a certain other age, and he enjoyed it as well. Kind of the, some of the same comments that I made, but, you know, just a fun movie to go see. Yeah, it must have went with the first gonna, time. Yeah. It's not going to be like Black Panther and be up for an Oscar, you know, next year, I don't <laughs> believe. But uh, it was certainly certainly a good, you know, fun movie to see. I'm curious to see how it all plays into the upcoming Avengers Endgame. Because the new Absolutely. trailer that would... That was one of my favorite parts, the, the after credits. And I'm just going to say this for the people who... Because uh, yesterday, people seemed to stay for the first mid-credit yeah. scene, and then some people left. And then, as you were talking, Robbie, about the uh, cat throwing up the Tesseract, the uh, <laughs> the people behind us were going, I stayed for that to watch yeah. a cat throw? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. But there are two. There's a the, the mid-credit scene and an end-credit scene. I know some people are always – I mean, I never leave before. Yeah. You know, Jay the, stays until yeah. the credits are done on the second movie. Jay's so. actually <laughs> Skyping in from the theater now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
That's right. That's right. But yeah. that was I think that was one of my favorite scenes was that mid scene, mid yeah. credit scene. Oh yeah. I thought the, you were gonna say pager. the cat thing. And no, no, the cat I, I, was I, humorous, have a, but, I have a gag reflex yeah, to, yeah. to match no one and uh I I just got barely got through that one, but the the whole pager thing was an awesome. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there was some criticism because she just appeared. We didn't see her swoop in or anything. They turn around, it's like boom, there she is. So um, well, there's chatter on the internet that it has something to do with the time vortex in the quantum realm. So that's we'll correct. see how that goes. And, and Jake has been chattering about that for has he? <laughs> for like two years and, now. You know, I, I'm sure y'all have all heard him. This we won't get off in, on this rabbit trail, but the reaction to people because she's wearing makeup in the new trailer. Have you seen that? No. Oh yeah. She's really? got she's got makeup. She's got lipstick on. And they're going, "What's going on with that? That's not Captain Marvel. She doesn't need to have makeup on." <laughs> Wow! I didn't guess really? That. Yeah, they, people will find stuff because we have run out about. of things to complain. Yeah, about. we have. That's right. Have, that's right. You know, first movie problems. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. Well, it, you know, and we don't have time to get into this, but I would be C fifty three problems. C fifty three problems. Yeah. <laughs> wow, C fifty three. I would be really interested to see if if this movie had been made in phase two, how different would it have been instead of launching phase four of the MCU. Um, because to me, this felt like a bridge movie, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I mean, it really was, I mean, you could go into it cold, but you really needed to know a little bit about Nick Fury to compare and contrast. You kind of needed a little bit of the end game. I'm mean, not in game, but, uh, infinity war pager at the end. So I, anyway, really I take my son the yeah. first time I see it. Yeah. Let me possible. ask this because I know we got to go, but do you think you need to see Captain Marvel before you go see Adventure, Avengers Endgame? I think yes. so. You think, I so? think so? I kind of yes. think so too. I think so too. Because you, you don't know who she is and where she came yeah, from. Yeah, and, and it looks like she's literally coming uh, you know, out Poof. of nowhere. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, she is supposedly the most powerful character in the MCU now. Mm-hmm. In the comics, she's one of the most powerful characters. So you need a little bit of that backstory to Yeah, to there's a certain aspect, even with the movie, that if she feels almost like a cheat, it's like, hey, we set this whole situation up, and no, now we're coming up with this character that you didn't know anything about. You know, yeah, a but, little bit. Uh, but, but for comic book fans, we know that the the idea of Captain Marvel and the idea of um, – of an all-powerful being, or mostly all-powerful being, has been out there for a while. Well, you know, so some folks have speculated, why did, you know, when the Chitauri are coming down on New York, why didn't he summon right. her then? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I read someone said that they would love to see some Marvel shorts of where there's these mid-level or low-level emergencies happening, and, and Fury, oh, that would be Fury is summoning her, you know, like to get a cat out of a yeah. tree or something the like that. The up in the tree. <laughs> I said emergencies only. So it's the it's the mm-hmm. fury who cried wolf, you know. So that would be pretty hilarious. I told you I couldn't trust you with this. But I'm interested. And who's to say he did not signal Captain Marvel and she's just now getting there? Oh, yeah. There, we don't know the time. Right. There, there's got to be something in Endgame of why... You know, yeah, she there needs to be sooner. some kind of explanation for that because yeah, yeah that, that's a that's a good question to ask. Okay, so, all right, we're well, out of time. You know, the only thing that would make my geek of the week better would be if it would be the eye of the florican. Ah, there we go. The tongue the, of the flirt, tongues of the florican, tongues of the florican. The hairball of the florican. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. That we're gonna does play it. out with this. We're going to play out I with this. It. That's uh, that's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you, guys, for joining us. 